Yeah. Heat check. Two out of three. Heat check. Yeah. Two out of three. Two out of three games in the the month of October after going almost a year without winning a game. The Bears are turning turning around. What, uh, What did we see that was good? In this game that we didn't see versus the Vikings, um, the offense had a lot better rhythm. They were able to sustain drives. Um, they ran the ball more efficiently. Dante Foreman was just getting downhill, punishing people, um, and they didn't turn the ball over. That was um, that was, that was very important. You know, Generally, the NFL the team that wins the turnover battle is the game. Mm-hmm. Prior to yesterday, the Bears had a had a turnover for a touchdown four times to go into what you had uh, just said about turnovers. We didn't have a turnover this this past game versus the Raiders, and I don't believe we gave up. I think we gave up three sacks in, in total. Uh, a few of the things that I liked, I'm going to expound on something you said. The, the run, uh, other than Foreman getting downhill and you know, we were moving the chains. The, he was getting the ball. He was, making, he was getting the ball out of his hand very fast. He was getting it, whether it was a screen, getting the ball to the sideline or move his hot routes. We, we, we kept just progressing down the field. We didn't have any of these one, you know, one step forward, three step back situations, primarily a lot in the game. So just like you said, the offense looked more cohesive. The offense looked, fo- offense looked focused. And it's not necessarily all on a quarterback because I, I think there are negatives we can take away from his performance as well. But there was a concerted effort from everybody in the offense to just be better. I saw Darnell Mooney making blocks. All hands on deck. All hands all on hand. deck. Yeah. It, everybody. Everybody, and just like you said, all hands on. People were putting hands on people. Raiders, Raiders weren't running free. Max Crosby wasn't running free. Uh, everybody was chipping. I saw Darnell Mooney out, out, there, on, out there making excellent blocks on the screens. Uh, White hair was getting everybody. It was just a concerted effort from an effort standpoint. And that's what we were lacking for the most part the week prior versus the Vikings. Everybody had a bad game versus that week. Everybody. This week, DJ DJ had a couple of great catches. He could have had another fantastic catch for, and for a touchdown. That was a tremendous pass from my, my boy T-Bag. Um, it it, it could have... It, we had it was just a great game all around. It, the defense. This is the third consecutive game. I I want to say that the defense has been a progress. We were getting we were making getting pressures. We were tackling. We weren't giving up third down conversions left and right. It it was this is the this is the team that we expected to see at this point of the season. Now. Can they can they keep keep this type of uh, consistency going? That's the that's the next question. So my question is, 
what was the difference between this game and the last game in which they had a terrible offensive showing? Uh, and this is this is pretty much a can of worms if you if you really think about it. Because was it was it a different game plan from Getzy? Is is do we are some of our backups actually playing better or actually better suited for whatever um, offensive uh, approach that Getzy wants to have? Uh, Foreman is he better than Herbert? I don't even want to ask the other question as far as the quarterback, at least not yet. Everybody's um, gonna ask that question, so you might as well. <laughs> we'll That's get to it in a minute. <laughs> we said in the in the uh, in the pregame that the backup quarterback is always the most loved in Chicago. Always. It's like a, it's like a fresh relationship, you know. New Bay is always better than Old Bay till you see the red flags in New Bay. You know, we've seen all that our ex has. You know, well, I don't want to say Justin Fields is our ex, but I guess we're just on a temporary, you know. Thing you know, Justin's in jail or on military leave. Not to say anybody. You listen to any of you married to any military people. I'm sure they're being faithful and vice versa. I'm sure while you're off for that six weeks or out the country for those months, they're not doing anything. So well, I don't want anybody, you, want to. you know, breaking up with their significant other because because of my comments. You know, don't go questioning them. <laughs> don't go uh, digging through their phones or, you know, trying to comb through their emails or their inboxes. This is just purely hypothetical. Purely hypothetical. Purely hypothetical. So another hypothetical. What does Foreman bring to the running running offense that Herbert and Roshan don't? I think... I think Foreman differs from Herbert in that he's much more physical and he's a guy that wears on the defense uh, a lot. He, he has, he has pretty good vision. Uh, he's a very physical runner. I think that's kind of similar to what Roshan is, but I think Roshan has a quicker first step, a little bit more burst, but um, I think Foreman brings a lot of, a lot of balance that uh, if you balance between Herbert and Roshan, it would maybe be a foreman. He's more Roshan than he is Herbert, but um, does that mean he's an upgrade over either one of them? No, they're all about they're all about equal. They're all capable running backs. Uh, uh, I don't know if they're equal. Well, I could agree to that at this stage. I think at, at, at Roshan's ceiling, he's clearly the better one. But he hasn't he hasn't reached there yet. Grounded, he has the least amount of flaws of the three. He's he's probably he's easily the most rounded. He's not the fastest. I think Herbert is the fastest and most explosive. I don't even know if he's the most physical. I mean, he runs hard, but Foreman might. I mean, Foreman is the biggest of the three, but I think he has the the most balance of the three. There's no mm -hmm. weakness. He can he can he's a good receiver out the backfield. We saw Foreman drop an easy one. Uh, he he has good quickness. He has good bursts. Probably not to the level of Herbert, but he he has it though. So yeah, I would I would say Roshan is the most rounded of the three. Yeah, I mean after three touchdown game, uh, you definitely he's definitely going to garner a lot more opportunity once the other two running or backs be come a back. Bigger asset. Yeah, Somebody or bigger or bigger trade ship. Yeah, I mean, look at the Rams. Who is it? 
Yeah. Who isn't always running back, running back needy in this league? It's always next man up. And we got especially at midpoint, got, midway point of the season. I saw Jerome Ford just got hurt. Kareem Hunt was dealing with an inner, inner injury. The Browns were down to what is really their, you know, third, fourth street back in uh here strong. It's middle of the season and running backs are some of the guys who have the most wear and tear of any mm-hmm. position. So stands the reason that a lot of guys have, you know, banged up. Maybe the Bears can get something for them. Yeah, I mean, a three touchdown game two weeks two weeks ahead of the trade deadline is a major showing. Perfect timing. Uh, Perfect time, man. You couldn't have it against the. I don't. I don't want to say this is the perfect opponent, but it was opponent opponent whose defense was trending in the right direction. Speaking about the Las Vegas Las Vegas Raiders, their defense was trending in the right direction. Our offense was poo, uh, and we came out and did whatever we wanted to on offense. We put up 173 yards on the ground, which is about our average. We are a pretty good running team, and it, it looks like. We don't do anything right on this on this offense. We can't move the ball on the ground. 173 yards on 38 carries, two rush touchdowns. What now through the air? We had 150 pass yards, but we didn't turn the ball over, and we only yeah we didn't and uh, we were eight of 13 on third down, which is what you want to do. For any successful offense, you got to be able to make third down conversions. You got to be we able to keep the offense on the field. Manageables too, third and shorts makes it a lot. And how do how do we get there? Not being running sacked, the ball. running the ball for plus yardage, not taking ridiculous sacks, and steady making incremental passes um, forward, making good passes you know, to get positive yards. So. We didn't set it up. If Badgett had been the starting quarterback last week, how how possible is that we're talking about a Bears team that's on a three-game winning streak? Um, we saw Badgett for an entire half. Versus the Vikings, not no, not even an entire half. We saw him for close to a half. In that in that half, he threw an interception. He fumbled the ball, and that was returned for a touchdown. And he had um, he had difficulties moving the ball too. I don't feel like um, it's tough to say, but I, I I don't think the Bears beat the Vikings if Badgett was under center. The entire game. I think this game against the Raiders, the Raiders were a perfect opponent for what the Bears want to do. They, outside of Max Crosby, they don't really have a guy who's who really gets to the quarterback, and they don't blitz a lot. So uh, I think it was, and they played lax coverage. You know, they let the Bears get underneath stuff, and then the Bears ran the ball effectively. So I think we're looking at two different opponents. Even though the Raiders' defense is probably trending a little bit better than the Vikings, but the Vikings had a good showing against Pat Mahomes the week before. You know, they they made the Chiefs earn everything in a close game. So uh, I hate to play the woulda, coulda, shouldas, but I'm I'm gonna lean towards. I lean towards no. I'm training more so in the, in the in the direction of yes. Jason Badgett, 
if it's one thing he does well, it's he recognizes his his escape his escape passes. He knows who he knows who the check is. He knows he gets rid of the ball. And Justin would be, still be healthy right now if he understood that simple. The ball. He took so many unnecessary hits against the Vikings in that first half. I I I I felt in the pit of my stomach an injury was coming. He was just taking too mm-hmm. many hits. If he just if there were in in a case of me in me watching that Vikings game back multiple times after the live viewing, I'm watching guys just you know, have an open lane come, coming right down the middle of the lane to Justin. And Justin's, I don't know what he's looking at, but he doesn't see this, he doesn't see this, you know, 375-pound guy barreling down towards him, and he doesn't see, doesn't recognize Cole running wide open right in front of him. He's not getting rid of the ball. If his one thing Tyson got over him right now, he gets rid of the ball. He understands who's his check down, who's his check down responsibility. He, and, and, you know, he's not taking, and he escapes. Sometimes now some of that is not to not not great. Sometimes you do want to see him stand tall in the pocket, move up in the pocket, and deliver a, a good pass. We'll talk about that in, in a second too. But Justin stands there too long and doesn't understand when it's time to bail and when it's time to get rid of the ball. He I don't know what what the hangup is, but if it's one thing to take away from that, you can say Badger does that, and if that's and that's one of the best ways to beat a blitz. The Vikings are going to keep bringing that, bringing the house at you. You got to keep getting them, getting the ball, rid of the ball, and keep getting positive yards. If that, if it's just four yards, it's better than taking a six-yard loss on a sack. And as We're you saw, we, yeah, as you saw, we only lost the game by we lost the game by what five? We had a chance to win that. We had a chance to win yeah, that in the last 19, drive. Nineteen thirteen Vikings. Nineteen thirteen Vikings. We lost the game by six. So. If we if we've been able to beat that blitz consistently through a whole game, I'm, I gotta believe that I gotta believe we win that game because as you saw, the, our defense again three straight great weeks from the defense. We haven't no the Vikings couldn't beat us on 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 offense. We could have took that game with a yeah. simple with a simple with a simple simple fix. It's something that 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 was easily fixed, and it it wasn't from the it wasn't from a coaching standpoint either. I think it was just, you know, player recognizing what the game was being shown to you. And I don't think that's something that you don't have to even coach in the vice Tyson. He's got that he's got that in spades already. He knows to get rid of the ball because he ain't trying to take that hit. I think now, um I go think ahead. I spoke uh when we were looking at one of the first preseason games about how Chris Bajan is in the short and intermediate passing game. How I thought he had better touch in that than than Justin does. On those short throws, he he gives his receivers a chance to run. He has great ball location in the uh, short passing game. So there are, there are some things he does that might have countered what the Vikings were doing better than what Justin could do. Uh, yeah, and, and there was a couple other things I noticed Tyson was able to do. When he when he said when the defense gave him looks he didn't like, you know, you could hear him yelling, kill, kill, and changing the play, uh, going to run or changing his protection. And, and that's something I, I don't understand why. Uh they say Justin has uh ability to audible and change. I don't understand why he doesn't audible more or change protection. He, he's a smart kid. 
You know, he scored high on the wonder lick. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't understand why. He's, he's got a, three. He's got a degree from Ohio State. So I, I know he's smart. I mean, a degree from Big Ten school is, is no is no laughing, is no short task. So I mean, and if your undrafted rookie can can kill plays, I know your starting franchise quarterback can. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Justin seems. I think he even said a quote about maybe liking to go with a certain plan. Not a. I don't. I I got to go back and look for it. But um, they asked him about. Uh, you know, audible, and but I thought Tyson he did show a very advanced grasp of the offense. He seemed to understood what he understand what the defense was trying to do and what he needed to counter when the defense did it. So I, I, I will say that Tyson may have been a better match in that first half for the Vikings than what Justin provided. Yeah. That's that's the only thing. That's the only thing I'm taking from that is that he has something that could have been that was a benefit to beating the thing that Justin couldn't couldn't beat at, at, out of uh, at any point in that game. He took four sacks that he didn't need to take. Um, simple, simple, simple reading the reading the what the defense is showing you pre-snap, and you know if Justin just had some of that, we. Again, he'll still be our starting quarterback. I think we could be three and zero right now with Justin. We could be a three and four Bears team, not th- not thinking about April whatsoever. Thinking about building on success and moving towards being a playoff contender next season instead of you know doing some other some more rebuilding. Um. So that lead lends to the conversation is. When Justin is back healthy, when he is able to um, manage the, the pain in his thumb, his dislocated thumb, and can grip the ball, throw the ball with some type of consistency, what do the Bears do? Based on yesterday, Justin's your starter. I know I know Chicago clings to the hope of these backup quarterbacks. I've seen this a million times from Steve Walsh to Shane Matthews to – um, Jim Miller, so Kyle Lorden, it's Kate McNown. Uh, um, it's it's a temporary fix, you know. Thing is, when teams get more film on Bajan, I I really, mm-hmm. from what I know about Bajan, I'm really surprised the Raiders did not play more press man coverage and dare Bajan to beat them deep. I didn't know why they didn't go with a trail technique. Bajan's arm. It's not strong. Uh-uh. It's it's not. It's part of the reason why he's at D two, and it's 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 one of the weaker arms in the NFL. Maybe the weakest for for any starting quarterback right now. I mean, when they went for a hail mary at the end of the half, they had to take him out. They removed him to have Peterman flounder about the field in and and. and and so, and I don't know what I don't know what that was about. I would just feel like you could have had a better chance handing the ball off to Don, uh, Don, Deontay Foreman and see if he could break a tackle. But uh, Foreman only, uh, sorry, Bajan only threw one pass over ten yards in the game yesterday. I mean, we can't get ahead of ourselves. He threw for 160 yards. You throw 29 pass attempts and you muster 160 yards, you're not going to beat a lot of people. I think. 
the Bears got into positive game script early. And I don't care who your quarterback is. It's easier to play with a lead and with a defense flying around and the running game working for you than not. It starts getting tough when you're down a touchdown or two in the second half and the defensive linemen aren't as worried about the running back or the running game, and they're just pinning their ears coming back. So I think Justin has been in some very unfavorable positions. And um, some of that is on, on, on him. You know, some of that is on him in the offense stumbling, stumbling early and then having to throw uh, in the second half. But uh, there's still too much unknown. I won't count Bajan out. But, um, no, just based on yesterday, it wasn't some awe-inspiring Pro Bowl performance. It's just that Bears for the last 30 years are so quarterbacks starved and deprived that anytime we see competent quarterback play, average, mediocre quarterback play, we get excited. You know, we were a fan base that at one point thought, you know, Rex was our quarterback. You got people still pining for the days of Kyle Orton. You know, the Kyle Orton was a cool guy. He's a I fun am. guy. That's, that's not a long-term solution to quarterback. It's, it's, it's just not. He wasn't carrying anybody to multiple playoff wins. We we look fondly on Kyle Orton's nine and seven and seven and nine seasons as starter. It's 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 ridiculous in Chicago. It it makes us look like we're not intelligent sport fans. You got guys talking about it's. Uh, I, I looked on Facebook and there were people saying Bayesian has shown us enough. Enough what? <laughs> You saw 160 passing yards against a, 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 a Raiders team that's constantly badly coached and in disarray week after week. You know, this, this is a Raiders mm-hmm. team that has many problems, and the Bears got the, the, the right opponent. And then you had Brian Hoyer on the other side, another former Bear quarterback, putting his team in the same holes that we were talking about we needed to avoid. He threw interceptions. He took a couple bad sacks. And um, he allowed the field position to be favorable for the Bears with his early three and outs. I mean, he he showed that he's a true Bear quarterback yesterday. <laughs> Brian is still a Bear quarterback. I know he's played a lot of places, but he's, he's, he's a Bear at heart, that performance. And getting pulled, that's the ultimate cherry on top for being a Bear quarterback, getting pulled. Before we segue to the defense, I do want to uh, talk a little bit more about our quarterback situation, our quarterback conundrum. So, Tyler Badger, as you said, doesn't have a very impressive arm. Yeah, I mean, they had to sub him out for Peterman. Uh, that doesn't that doesn't bode well, especially once, as as you know, once the league gets a lot of game film on you, and they can they can prepare. I expect. Defenses in the did, future. When, how and when did Peterman sneak back on this team? How can, how can there are eight billion humans on on this planet? We can't find another human to play quarterback. How does this guy keep ending up? It's the Bears. It's the Bears. You just said it. It's the Bears. The Bears don't know what a quarterback looked like if a quarterback came and slapped them in the face. The thing is, Peterman gets released several times per year and in the offseason. Wouldn't the clue that this guy can't play 
is that every time you release him, he's still there. He's still waiting for you. <laughs> he doesn't get very far. He, he's just a free agent until the Bears come back and pick him up. It's like the rest of the league has made their conclusion and figured out who exactly Peterman is, that he's not an NFL quarterback. And it's the Bears just clinging to this guy and keep bringing him back. I just don't feel I gotta, like a necessary roster spot. I got to believe it's something like this. They, it, It's a process when you release somebody, and before he before he processes out, and they, they, they decide, oh, oh, shit, we do need another quarterback. Hey, put his, put his paperwork on hold. Get back over here. I think that's that's like that's got to be what it is. Offender, like he's like he he just keeps getting. It's like jail. It's like Peterman. It's like that bad cousin we all have that keeps getting mm-hmm. locked up. That's Peterman, and right back to the Bears, back to state, the re- back to the county. <laughs> the recidivism that that the Bears have with garbage quarterback play, garbage players. Is is alarming. It, it's pretty. It's actually pretty funny when you think about it. Um. So, like, <laughs> ain't no way that's gonna make the show. T bag Tyson Badgett. He said he had went to a uh, a combine or a scouting, some type of. Uh, Workout with a bunch of D one D one quarterbacks, and he said his arm arm is pretty strong. He said he 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 said that's when he knew he can play at play at this level. He just it was just a matter of getting comfortable playing around playing with Brown with better athletes. Um, he said his arm was but, strong. Yeah, from his word his words. He said he he said he he said that he, he talent wise he was right there with everybody else. Um. I don't necessarily immediately agree with his uh, with his own assessment, but you gotta you gotta have some type of uh, confidence in yourself at the at playing this sport, playing any playing any sport. You gotta have a, a a stupid amount of confidence in your abilities to just do to do this. So I mean, and he he carries himself like a like an extremely confident guy. So as long as he's got that moxie. As long as he's got that max moxie, that swagger, that uh, the arm sleeve quarterback, eh, he's gonna get he's gonna get chances. He's gonna get chances. Maybe maybe he turns out to be our current Warner. Maybe he doesn't. More than likely he won't. But we're gonna ride we're gonna ride this we're gonna ride the tea bag train until I, I don't want people to think that um I I don't like Badgett. I like him. I wanted him to um win that backup job. I think he does have a career in NFL. I think it's unrealistic. Um, if you think that he's going to be a franchise quarterback, I think that's unrealistic. But I think he is a guy that um, I would feel comfortable with as your backup moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly feel better than having uh, Peterman. And I thought he outplayed Walker in the preseason. So I'm I'm not I, – I don't dislike Badger. In fact, I like him. I just want people to be re- realistic on his projection, his career trajectory. You're not gonna look up. You're not gonna look up six years from now. Tyson Bajan is the Bears' starting quarterback. Oh, I definitely don't see that because uh, we're gonna have another blue chip anywhere in the NFL in six years. I I, I could see him still remaining on the roster, but I don't think this is anybody's long-term solution to quarterback. 
No. And you know why? Because for the most part, we use that word recidiv- recidivism. These coaches, they like blue chippers. They like guys with pedigrees. They like guys that 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 are told to them are the cream of the crop. They don't they don't want to do all the homework and you know go digging through the dumpster bin of D two or double and Division one double A anything like that. If 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 it's a quarterback, oh he's got it. If, if he was good, he'd he'd have been playing. Um, Big noon games, or uh, uh, you, 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 they, the work would have been most of the work would have been done for them. So I, I definitely Somebody don't think that. Beijing. Right, I definitely don't think that Beijing will be around for a long time. But while he's here, let's squeeze all the wins we can out of him. Um, we might have squeezed the the. We got the Panthers coming in a couple of weeks. I expect Justin back. If we, I expect Justin back by that game. Now got to beat the Panthers. Will that is, Justin that is still the be on the roster? We have to be. Yes. Secure if there's no bag, other, the if there's if there's no other game, we have to win this year. We got to win that one and this this next game with the Packers. That's it. If we just win four games, that's fine. I'm I'm fine if with. We it. win four games. It, those got to be the two games we win. Agreed. Those two. <laughs> Major key. So. Let's let's switch over to the defense. The defense, as I, as I stated, as, as I've been saying, they've been playing a lot better. Eberflus is getting guys. He, he's getting the guys to to respond to his uh to his calls to his game plans. Maybe maybe he's been lucky in seeing some trash offenses. I'm not going to argue with you if that was your if that was your argument. Um, <clears throat> Washington, I don't believe they're they're very good. Even though their they, their offensive their offensive game plan comes from one of the brightest minds in football, uh, as we saw Minnesota last week, they're down their number one offensive player, and they couldn't really move the ball. The Raiders are had Hoyer as their quarterback; they couldn't move the ball on the ground or through the air. So maybe maybe the defense has gotten lucky. And that's the if that's your argument, perfect, cool. But you're supposed to destroy bad offenses, and they've done that. Um, what it's supposed to do. I, I don't want to yeah. take any credit from this victory from the defense or Beijing, um, because it, it could have been easy for them to blow this game. Yeah, we we, we, we had a lot of what we thought were were gimmies before yeah. this year. Uh, we, we we thought Baker Mayfield was was sweet. We thought that was a sweet one. We thought Russ and the Broncos were sweet. They were for three quarters and then we got in our way. Mm. So, you know, Jordan Love, uh, we, well, he is probably sweet. He's going to show exactly, he's exactly who we thought he was. Oh, Shout yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he's really showing us who we thought he was. Um, Early, so I mean, we we we've lost games that maybe with better preparation we could have won. A lot of good got a lot of good players in the on the defense last week last this past game yesterday against the Vic, uh, against the Raiders. Who stood out most to you? Um, we had good showings from Tremaine. He had he had a, a lot of he had a lot of uh, activity in the passing game. Um. Kyler Gordon, second game back from injury. Stevenson, 
he got his nose in there for a lot of stuff. Who stood out? Who stood out most to you? Jalen Johnson. Mm. Um, uh, when I uploaded video when we were talking about Jalen Johnson's um his um trade value. Um, in the comments, we had a uh, shout out Reg Franklin. We had guys who said, um, you know, is he really like that? Is he? Could you really get a second or third form? Uh, he doesn't get a lot of turnovers. I know. Uh, well, last year and this year, he said a point of emphasis was going to be for him to start creating turnovers, and he did that. Those were um, there was good coverage, uh, good breaking on the ball, both interceptions. Uh, yeah, and then he and then he caught the second one in school. I thought Jalen really stood out. He actually, um, and he's a guy who hasn't, he has he 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 early he's early in his career. You know, he was a guy that was kind of uh, known to be maybe a little a, a little shy. Uh, and I think he's he made a good tackle along the line of scrimmage uh, on on Josh Jacobs. So I think Connor Gordon. He really showed up. Uh, Tremaine Edwards as well, but uh, Jalen Johnson, that's, that's, that's the one um, I'm going to pinpoint. Yeah, Jalen, I mean, when you get two interceptions, one for a touchdown, and a bunch of pass breakups, I think that I think you do get the defensive MVP. I don't know this was no disagreement from you, from me, whatsoever. Uh, Jaquan Brisker, he had 10 tackles. Um, so he was he was making a lot of noise. I think this group as a collective, they they only once was he shaking this game. <laughs> he only had the, he only left the game once. Okay, <laughs> he's getting better. On next week against the Chargers, how many times Brisker A ends up in the medical tent, B leaves the field for an injury? Now Keelan Allen and, and one and a half. One and a half. And a half I think that might. I might take the over. I might take the over because uh, the the offense is kind of physical. I might take the I might take the over. Um, I don't be, I don't think Tyreek Stevenson he was matched up uh, for most most of the game with uh, Devontae Adams. I don't think he had a bad bad showing either. No, they they did target him early, and then it seemed like uh, it seemed like they uh, uh start um. I don't know if they had Jalen shadowing him, but I saw Jalen on that uh, weak side a lot uh, in the second half. Uh, yeah, Tyreek started off rough on the first drive, but he kind of gathered himself. Uh, he's going to um, he's going to come to play. He's not going to back down from any challenge. He's going to fight. He's going to be physical. I do like that about Tyreek. Got to clean up that technique yeah. a little bit. Gets a little handsy still. Not the best with footwork yet, but I'm I'm willing to 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 work with him. I want to see what he has for the rest of the year. Yeah, and I mean, nothing else. I have nothing else to go for. So, like I said, this is second second game back for Kyler Gordon. Um, he looked pretty good out there uh, for to me at least. And uh, I already said about Tremaine Edmonds. He had that one interception as well. He act. For the for the first time in all season, I was actually impressed with him making uh, some impact out there as being our best defensive player. Yeah, making some tackles along the line of scrimmage, and uh, yeah, that was 
Maybe that was a Tremaine Edmonds coming out part. I think he had a turnover last week. Recovery, I believe. Yeah. So he might be coming around a little bit. Shout out to Justin Jones, also on his first sack of the year. So if I'm I'm not, I'm not optimistic that this team can that this defensive unit can have a fourth straight plus showing. Again, you already mentioned you got the Chargers next week, so uh, it's going the workouts the work's cut for them. But as of right now, we are again Club Dub is open, and we're going to enjoy this win for as long as for as long as as we can until the next time. So I enjoy this win. This win. This is the first win at Soldier Field since I believe September of last year. Is that right? It was against the Texans. Was that September? Yeah, against the Texans, September twenty fifth, we beat the Texans twenty three to twenty three to twenty at Soldier Field. We had yeah. two wins at home last year. Obviously, you remember the monsoon versus the Forty uh, ers and we beat the Texans. And then now was our last home win up until this game versus the uh, versus the Raiders. Crazy, uh, the crazy things about that that win against our last home win. This is how long our last home win was. David Montgomery was your starting running back that game. Uh, some of the other Roquan Smith was a bear. At that time, Nicholas Moreau of the Eagles was a was your starting linebacker. We had Joe Thomas in there, some Kendall Vildor, free agent from the Colts, Al Quadine Muhammad. So that win was so long ago. I don't even recognize Robert Quinn was still a bear. Hmm. How long ago that win was? That's insane. It is insane. The Rockets a- turnover. Since the last time we won at Soldier Field, you wouldn't even recognize that defense and who was running around out there. Who started? Angelo Blackson starting that defensive tackle. That's all right. So, I mean, it's been a while since we won at Soldier Field, but at least the good thing is we got two more wins coming at, coming at Soldier Field, at least one. We got Carolina coming coming to town later on later on next month, and yeah, Arizona and the Falcons. They also gonna be at Soldier Field. Sound like wins to me. This is the first of many home wins for the Bears as they take care of the Las Vegas Raiders, thirty to twelve. Got any parting shots, Q? Many. He doesn't. Necessarily mean many this year. This disclaimer. <laughs> T T back is going. Twenty twenty three. He's just saying at some point there will be lots of wins at Soldier Field. Well, we hope so because the the lease runs out of Soldier Field in what year? Twenty twenty six. I think. I think it's twenty twenty six. Look, we can get eight more wins before that lease runs out. We can <laughs> show the fans a good time at least eight more times, right? Well, the next the next time the Bears are in town to play anybody, it will, it will be Carolina on November 9th. That's after the trade deadline. We don't know who our starting quarterback is. It might be it might be Badgett. 
it might be might be Justin. Well, we'll see. We, we'll see. Right? Don't take unnecessary hits because I'm not coming on the show. We got to talk about Nathan Peterman. <laughs> I'm not doing a Nathan Peterman preview. Absolutely not. Uh, I, I don't want to do that show either. I don't even want to do that show either. I can't even fake the uh, enthusiasm to for a Nathan Peterman led offense. But in any case, this has been episode 40. My favorite football number, Gail Sayers. Shout out to the historic running back CM. Yep. Shout out to the shout out to Neil the Three Old Anderson. Never forget Neil the Three Old Anderson. Tune in later for preview again for the game against the Los Angeles Chargers coming up soon later on this week from me and Q. Bear down. Bear down.